Yes, 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 yes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I will feed you. Alright. It's amazing the things you cannot do once you put gloves on. Incredible. All this hysteria is uncalled for. Alright? It's uncalled for. Hello, Elvis. Alright, alright, here we go. Here you go. Alright, there's your pet. I know you can't you can't eat unless I pet you. We all have our routines, don't we? Alright, that's all sealed up. I will leave the lights on for you while you eat because that's what we do, right? Turn the light off outside. Lock the door. And we're out. morning if still bloody cold bloody bloody cold hmm. oh, oh, there you go <coughs> Ugh, somebody's chick-fil-a mug it's uncalled for on. Good. Put the sunglasses down. And we're being tracked by the satellite. Here we go. Ready, set, go. Let's go do something. So good morning to you. And good day. Since I don't know when you're listening to this, it might not be morning, it might be evening, it might be afternoon, it might be the middle of the night, it might be a week from now. Well, if you're listening to this soon, after this is released, a very happy Easter to you. this on Saturday, the day before Easter. It's a nice quiet day out here in the country. We finally have a little bit more reasonable weather, if uh, ridiculously cold this morning. More on that in a minute. But, uh, at least the winds have calmed down. More on that in a minute. So, so hello, and welcome to the uncalled for. 
you've already noticed the name of this show. Which I've already used that phrase, uncalled for. I'm talking to my cats, Franklin and Elvis. Sometimes referred to as Elvira, because Elvis is actually a girl. This is actually a stray cat that has decided to move in with us. And, uh, yeah, we were going to run her off. She's actually the neighbor's cat. Not that the neighbor cares. Um, not that the neighbor cares if he ever sees her again. Um, but, uh, but our cat likes Elvis. And our cat doesn't like lots of people leaves other cats. So, uh, alright, well, if Franklin likes you, I guess that's okay. Alright, now let's go ahead and turn our alarm on. So, that was my morning there, so. So, yeah, I've talked about the weather. Let's just go ahead and explain. So, here we are. April the 11th, 2020, day before Easter. Um, you know, one of those years where Easter comes late in the year. And uh, it's 30 degrees right now. And if I hit any kind of a wind, so as to get a wind chill, we'll easily be into the... Uh, the 20s. So I'm now dressed for winter. I have a top on that I haven't worn in quite some time. Because um, it hasn't been that cold, really. Um, we didn't get a whole lot of this weather in wintertime. Never mind, uh, you know, smack in the middle of April. So, eh, frankly, it's uncalled for. Which brings me to the name of this show. So, this show was named, uh, what, maybe three, four days ago? By my good buddy, Dwayne. We're all bored and doing what bored people do during uh, these times. I'm no longer going to say the virus by name. I'm tired of it. So we'll just say these times. And you'll know I mean that particular virus epidemic that we're all dealing with. Some better than others. So, there you go. Um, we're having a uh, what was it? It was a texting chat um, among myself and uh, four other friends of mine, Dwayne obviously being one of them. And he had noted all the people that were on the texting chat group there. 
And he went, wow, look at the cast of characters that are here. You could refer to yourselves as the uncalled for, as it is in the title, rather than uncalled for, the uncalled for. Because it's true. I did not call any of them. I texted them. There was no phone call. So they were, in fact, uncalled. And, of course, it plays nicely with the, the phrase, that's uncalled for. So, I heard that and went right back, like, holy crap, that's, that's a show title. And Dwayne is amazing for doing that. Those of you who are fans of the show and have listened since episode one, we're now in episode 55 right now. So, that would make 54 episodes ago, wouldn't it? Um, actually, I think I'm going to walk the hill and shut this down. Yeah, I'm not going to run the hill. Um, so, uh, yeah. Dwayne's been on two shows. And Dwayne has this knack. Like clockwork. Within the first minute of conversation... He comes up with a show title. You guys remember the first time we had a, uh, a run together, Dwayne came up with the show title, I Want a Big Brazier. As he was telling me a story from his youth, um, where he uh, misunderstood with the word brazier as part of Dairy Queen, um, and thought brazier was pronounced brazier. So, yep. So, after I got done laughing, I, of course, realized that's the title right there. I want a big brassiere. Are you kidding me? That's the title. And then, of course, he came out with the other one. Uh, we were running on, I don't remember the name of the trail. Sorry, Dwayne. Um, I remember the trail distinctly because I enjoyed it a lot. I need to go back there again once we can stop this social distancing stuff for these times. But, uh, but yeah, we had just started our run, and all of a sudden he was having a, uh, an equipment malfunction. Um, and of course he, uh, hollers out, hey, I gotta slow down and do some readjustment because my things are bouncing. Well, there you go. Title! You know? So sure enough, I mean, this conversation, although being via text, it hasn't even started. We're like in the first first minute or two of this. Boop. And out he pops out with the uncalled for. So, hats off to you. Or in this case, beanies off to you. Dwayne, it's good, good show. Good show. So, anyway, I, of course... Notified everybody on the thread. I said, oh my gosh, that's a great title. Uh, everybody just send me a... Send me a... Uh, a submission. And uh, I'll put it together this weekend. And it'll be called The Uncalled For. So, uh, that's the reason for this show. So you can thank Dwayne or blame him, I suppose. Uh, whichever is your uh, perchant. Your fancy word for the day. Um, 
my buddy Norman used to say his his one daughter would pronounce it fancy. Always always made me chuckle. And he used to have his show. And he'd talk about his daughter saying something was fancy. So the things you remember, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so I do in fact have three other submissions. Because three plus one is four, right? Um, which brings up a uh, conversation um, topic for us as well. When you create a thread, all right, so you create a thread with, you know, two other people or five other people, whatever it is, do you all ever encounter count yourself numerically in the thread? So if you say, how many people are on this, on this thread? Do you count yourself? I mean, technically speaking, you should, right? Because you are part of the conversation. But you know that, right? I already know I'm here. I started the bloody thing. So, or do you think about how many other people are on with you? Just a topic of conversation. Feel free to uh, send me your responses in the uh, in the show notes or the email or however you want to contact me. Um, I'd be interested to see where people's heads are out on that one. So, anyway, sun rising over the eastern horizon here. So what you've got here is my banter along with the banter of three of my compadres. Um, that being Chris Darling, Kevin Gwynn, and Anthony McCann. So, we are the uncalled for. So, we're going to start off with uh, somebody who, if you listen to this recording, um, has a future in broadcast journalism. I mean, listen to the speaking voice on this. It's just like, you have the voice for radio. This, this is a radio voice right here. This is my buddy, Chris Darling. So enjoy. Greetings, Run Talk Run listeners. This is CD from VB. Why am I using initials? Well, because I am officially part of the Uncalled Four. And at this point, if JD doesn't use that for a title, then I'm just going to sound really stupid, but that's all right. Anyway, uh, hope you are enjoying this episode of Run Talk Run, or uh, I guess we could possibly call it during this time in our lives, Cough Run Cough, or Sneeze Cough Sneeze, because after all, if you are out in public and you do either of those, you better run because everybody is going to give you the look of death. But that's another topic. No, not really. That's pretty much the topic of the day because right now everything we're doing is kind of centered around the response to COVID-19 or the coronavirus or whatever else you want to call it. But anyway, to the running part, since that's kind of what this show is supposed to be about. How has COVID-19 affect my running? Greatly. Uh, there are no races, as you guys already know. 
group running is being discouraged. That's okay, I do 99% of my runs by myself anyway. Um, however, it did cost me an opportunity to hang out with JD back on April 4th for the Dismal Swamp Stomp Half Marathon, uh, which I was greatly looking forward to, uh, but I guess uh, will probably be Burden Hand before I get the chance to see JD again, uh, if he is at Burden Hand. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Anyway, so uh, with the running thing, I'm, I'm running more days a week now than normal. Uh, largely because running is a way to stay sane in the midst of all this madness, at least for me. Um, I've been able to improve my pace. Um, I'm in better shape than I was at the start of the year. So everything on the running side of things is great. Um, I just really am looking forward to being able to run races again and being able to see people um, when possible because the stay-at-home order thing uh, is really kind of a drag. Um, I, un I understand the need for it. Um, I'm not trying to say it shouldn't be there. Um, I guess the, you could debate the, the length of these orders that different states have because they run a very wide gamut at this point. Um, but that's, again, another topic, and I'm not going not gonna to wade into politics at all because that's just not cool. But in all seriousness, I hope that if you're listening to this podcast, you are safe, you are healthy, you're doing well. Um, I really enjoy um, getting the regular podcast from JD and Toodles, um, although I miss Toodles being on here a lot, but I completely understand why he's been AWOL. Um, but it's all, always great content to listen to on my long run, but for now... Um, as I don't really have a whole lot to say, but I did want to get this to JD sooner rather than later. This is CD from VB, just part of the Uncalled For. Have a great day. So what do you think, huh? That's a radio voice, isn't it? That is a good voice for a podcast or anything else that requires you to listen so good on you, as my buddy Kevin always says. Good on you. Speaking of good, I'm going to have some tailwind. So, yeah, as Chris mentioned, um, yeah, it's kind of a bummer that uh, we weren't able to hang out together. For the dismal swap stop, uh, I put in a submission to my buddy Kevin for his show, um, uh, commenting on the fact that you know instead of doing the dismal swamp, actually a week ago today, uh, April fourth, um, in Flat Town, USA, um, total elevation gain of probably two. 13.1 miles of the half marathon of that race it was is um, no I instead ran it around here and had I forget the actual number but somewhere in the neighborhood of 1250 miles of elevation gain so 
my enjoyable flat run became my usual kind of hilly run. So, yep, there you go. So, was not a PR for that virtual. Um, I did that again a week ago, sent my time in, and so now all I'm doing is I turn this back on, run up the hill here, and go. Um, is just waiting for the dismal swamp folks to mail me my shirt and my medal, which I will proudly wear for probably all of about five minutes and then stick in a closet. So, the shirt I will proudly wear though. So, I'm looking forward to having a shirt that says dismal swamp. Because, let's face it, with the year that 2020 has been so far, who doesn't want a commemorative shirt that says the word dismal on it? I mean, hello, perfect. Just perfect. So, anyway. But, yeah, with the um, Dismal Swamp, uh, of course, like every other race, they canceled um, in the spring. I think pretty much everybody's going to cancel um, their races that happen. Uh, if they happen anytime in March or April, um, probably all the way up. I'm thinking right now, Mother's Day at a minimum, but I think probably, I think probably Memorial Day before we start being allowed to unsocially distance. I don't have any intelligence. And it tells me that's what it's going to be. It's just more of a hunch. I can't imagine that uh, after going through however many weeks of these times alone in your houses, not being able to do stuff, um, that, uh, you know, all of a sudden they're going to do a kind of a light switch. Okay, it's all good. Everyone go back. I have a feeling we're going to probably slowly go back to what we used to call normal. Um, just to make sure we don't have any more flare-ups, because who would want that, right? You know, they pull off the governor, and you get two weeks, and all of a sudden, whoop, got to clamp the brakes back on. That would be a pain in the butt. So, and it would be completely uncalled for. So, so... I have a feeling, yeah, it's going to be, you know, a slow, gradual, especially in your hotspot areas, um, return that will probably, in fact, take those areas until June 1st before everything is back to, again, air quotes, normal. So, and of course, Due to our ingenuity, this time next year, there'll be one, maybe two or three vaccines for this thing. 
won't have to do this again next year. So, well, I guarantee you, working in healthcare, I'll be mandated to get that shot. I don't think there'll be a lot of people who won't be lining up for that shot. Um, I kind of wonder if one of the uh, side effects, positive side effects, is this time next year, uh, we have a lot more people who have gotten their vaccines, their flu shot, and, you know, when the vaccine for this thing comes out, and it will, I have a feeling I'll be standing room only to make sure we get this stupid thing. So we don't have to go through this again. So. There we are. Anyway, so. Speaking of these times, so. One of the things that my wife and I, of course, are going through right now is, of course, the absence of our dog, Hunter. Who, uh, we ended up having to put down, literally, <laughs> the day before uh, I started having to work at home all the time. So, and I know some of you heard me say I work in healthcare, but I teach now, so I can do that from home. And education is an important part of getting healthcare people ready, so yeah, I'm not worried about being pulled back into the hospital uh, because they need people be able to hit the hit the ground running especially during these times so my job is fairly secure <clears throat> and there's not a lot of us doing this which also is helpful there is an army of us I think they probably would whittle some of us down until this was over so but there you go I'm a lucky fella. So, anyway. Um, but yeah, so, we're dealing with the loss of our dog. So, you know, we're normally, okay, I have to roam around the house and work all day from home, but my dog would be there. Well, no, the house is actually empty. So, my wife still has to go to her job. So, I do have the house to myself. And, uh, I do, in fact, find the silence uncalled for. Um, I do miss the guy. So we've been thinking about getting ourselves a new dog. Or possibly two new dogs. Um, if you go to the shelters, you can get a better price on a dog. Because they're trying to get these um, shelter animals out. They're not trying to hang on them forever. So, you know, where you can spend several hundred dollars to go get a dog from a kennel and quite often get away with a shelter dog for 150 to uh, to 250 bucks so much less expensive than a uh, than a hybrid kennel dog so, of course, since it's that much that's expensive, there is the option of possibly getting two. Because we can get 
dollar dogs. Well, that's still just 300 bucks, which you could easily spend twice that for a kennel dog. So, so we're thinking, don't know that's what we'll do, but it's a, it's a thought that's rolling around out there. Well, anyway, we fill out our application. We are driver's licenses, the whole thing, which of course you have to do online. And uh, we got approved, which is great. And it looked like we were narrowing it down to two beagles, a hound mix of some sort, and a chocolate lab. When the SPCA did a phone interview with my wife and told her that they will not allow her to come and look at dogs because she works in a hospital, strike number one. Doesn't matter what she does. You walk into a hospital, you're not allowed to come in here until you stop working at that hospital for 14 days. And since her hospital is on the other side of the Mason-Dixon line in Maryland, oh no, you could leave the state and come back, two strikes against you. So yeah, so they will not allow us to go and get a dog. So we have been declined because we're actually employed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now mark my words, there's so many people not working these days. I guarantee you, once we're back to normal, and people don't have all this free time to stay at home. I have a feeling the SPCA and these other kennels and so forth are gonna see a big influx of uh, uh, quarantine dogs showing up. Oh, well, yeah, it was all fun and good when I was home, uh, and the kids were home, and had to entertain them the whole time, but yeah, we're all back to normal, and yeah, we don't need this animal anymore, so now we're just going to go ahead and surrender it to you. Um, I, I, I am I am afeard, to use some old English for you, that uh, that's what they're going to see come June and July. Lots of people going, out. Ah, heck with this. This was fun for, for two and a half months, but now it's just a pain in the butt. Here's your dog back. You see this every year after Easter with people who go out and buy chicks and bunnies. Because wouldn't it be cute to have for Easter? Okay, yeah, but you, know, you do have to continue to maintain this animal the rest of the year. You know, unless you're one of these people that, of course, hasn't thought that through. And now you're doing the uh, return to sender with the animal. So, we'll see. We'll see, but our application's good for six months, so that'll get us all the way to October. So we just tabled the idea of getting a dog until uh, all this blows over and they actually allow us to walk in the building again. I could go, but, but 
but uh, I'm not going to go and get a dog without my wife because we kind of both have to like this animal so she needs to be there for the uh, decision making there you go so yeah you know again you know can you not have us just go outside an outdoor kennel um, so that we maintain six feet um, you know and uh, <clears throat> you know some sort of outdoor pen so that people can come and uh, and do this and then still go ahead and help you out but nope apparently not so, so I do think some of this a little over the top stringency is uncalled for but it is what it is I mean you know you can you can dislike it all you want but you know there it is so gonna deal with it either way so. anyway speaking of which it's time to bring up our next uncalled for gent and that's gonna be my buddy Kevin so if you are a fan of this show from day one you know Kevin's been on this show before he's actually on show number two we actually tried this long distance one and I believe he's been on the show twice before as a guest but I do remember he was on show number two so this will not be a new experience for him even though he might he might think it's a bit of a new experience it's not he's been here before just like the Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, right? We have all been here before. Deja vu. Great song. So, anyway, with that little lead in, take it away, Kevin. JD, what's going on, buddy? So, you and I and a few others were bantering back and forth the other day on, on a... Uh, text message string thread and uh, somebody came up I think it was you came up with a bright idea for each of us to send just a very very short submission and I thought how funny that was that the the tables were turned so now I am submitting for your podcast and in a likely unprofessional manner I pick a day that has uh, wind advisories. <laughs> um, so I may be throwing this entire thing away. And apologies if, uh, if this thing turns out even more crappy than I anticipate. So I really don't have much to chat about today with, with you and your listeners, but I do recall at some point one of your podcasts... You used to say that it was kind of like the Seinfeld of podcasts with nothing special, no real plot to it. And so with that in mind, I thought, 
that as I walk along here, I just finished a very, very short run, by the way, two miles, two miles. That's like almost not, to me, almost not worth um, sweating in my clothes for. And I found that during this crazy and silly period of staying at home when I do have a lot more time on my hands, when I could go out for a 10 mile run every day if my body let me, um, I'm not. In fact, I'm going the opposite. Um, I've gone from an average of probably five miles every time out the door to down to probably three and a half or something like that. But heck, at, at my pace, it's still an hour's worth of exercise. I'm getting a lot more walking in, by the way. I'm going on two or three shorter walks during the day. Anyway, back to back to our Seinfeld episode with a bunch of worthless information to share with your listeners. Did you know the rubber bands last longer if you put them in the refrigerator? Yeah? Do you also realize that peanuts are one of the ingredients in dynamite? Couldn't get along today without, without that, huh? Do you know that there are 293 ways to make change for a dollar? Sit around and try that someday. And that there are more chickens in the world than there are people? Did you know that New Jersey grows two-thirds of the world's eggplant? Did you also know that no word in the English language rhymes with month, silver, or purple? How about this? The word dreamt, as in I dreamt about you last night, the word dreamt is the only word in the English language that ends with the letters M-T. like this submission, pretty empty. Maine's the only state whose name is just one syllable. Did you know that a cat has 32 muscles in each ear and that tigers have striped skin, not just striped fur? Worthless, worthless Al Capone's business card said on it that he was a used furniture dealer. Interesting. Here's one for those of you in the medical field who probably no doubt took anatomy class that humans are born with 350 bones in their body. But when they reach adulthood, they only have 260. So the obvious question is, where'd the rest of them go? What are those bones that... Anyway, do you know the characters Bert and Ernie on Sesame Street were named after Bert the cop and Ernie the taxi driver in, uh, in that great Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life? One more for you, a dragonfly has a, has a lifespan of just 24 hours. Whoa, gotta get a lot done in that 24 hours, huh? I think that's all I have for you today, JD. So I'm thinking that next time I ask you, um, what would you like me to talk about when I submit? You'll no doubt come up with a little bit something more direct than that just all I got. Y'all stay safe and enjoy your sequestered extra mile. Oh man. All right, we're back. Sorry. There is definitely some sort of uh, effluent that has been spread all across the field next to me. Okay, I must tell you, the odor 
is completely uncalled for. Man, that is pungent. That is really pungent. Thank goodness this is just a, a podcast. There's no smell vision here. Man alive. Anyway. So, yeah, so there's my buddy Kevin. Um, yeah, a couple things Kevin said that I'm thinking the same way, you know. Um, well, first of all, of course, you heard the lead-in and his lead-out with all that wind. And, yeah, we, that's what we've had here the last two days. We had, um, <clears throat> well, we've actually been caught in between two, uh, <clears throat> two big pressure zones. A very strong low pressure sitting over uh, like the Maritimes in Canada, which I believe brought a couple inches of snow to my mom in Syracuse. Um, I know she was getting snow yesterday. Um, but again, you know, you have a, uh, a low pressure that's spinning one way and a high pressure that spins the opposite way. When they come together, they basically create a little channel, very much like um, a, uh, a baseball pitching machine. So you know when you put the, the ball in between those two little wheels in the baseball pitching machines, <coughs> the wheels are both spinning opposite directions, but they come together where they grab the baseball and then fling it forward. Kind of the same idea with the uh, pressure systems. So, of course, we are where the baseball would be. So, screaming winds um, the last two days. We've had gusts up to 50 miles an hour here. Um, And uh, sustained winds easily in the mid to upper 20s um, yeah it just it just sounded like the house was was under assault for uh, for about 36 hours did a quick survey outside so we're not missing anything so that's good shingles or siding or anything like that so but, oh my gosh, just crazy. So, so no worries there, Kev. That, uh, that wind is actually kind of appropriate for what's been going on. And frankly, I find that wind uncalled for. We don't need that. <coughs> so. Anyway. But... Another thing he mentioned that I too have found to be the case. So here it is, one of my biggest gripes prior to this time of year is uh, the fact that I get home from work so late, I don't have a lot of time to run. Um, And I have to leave early, so I, I don't have the luxury of being able to get it in before I go. Because I get up early anyway. 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. 
just to get all the stuff that needs to be done around our house, our small little farm, showered and in a car before the traffic backs up so I can be to work on time. And uh, of course, since where I work is about 50 plus miles away, it's not a short drive home either. So, so, so certainly during the, uh, the winter months, you know, if I don't get out on the early side, it's basically dark when I get home. And dark here means dark. Close your eyes in a closet. Dark. So, not a great place to run when it gets, uh, gets that dark. Um, you know, just a country road, so it's uneven. There are potholes. It's Pennsylvania, I mean, come on, you know. Wouldn't be Pennsylvania without potholes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's just safer to be out when the sun's up. So that's what I do. <coughs> So, so of course my complaint is, geez, you know, you know, I work so much that, and so far away that I can't run as much as I'd like to if I were home all the time. Well, fast forward to right now, I am home all the time. Um, now take away some of the crap weather we've had, all right, um, take that out of the way, but no, I'm, I'm finding the same thing that Kevin's finding, you know. Um, I'm not running as far as I, I at least thought I would when I had all the time in the world, um, you know. I mean, I hope to do a longer run today because it's Saturday, but, but yeah, normally, you know, I would do a six-mile run, you know. As long as I had enough light to do it on a weekday, and it's four. Um, some days, you know, I've even done a couple more. I did three. So, yeah, for this year, my total run distance way, way, way down compared to last year. Uh, last year, I had this idea I was going to do 2,019 miles. In 2019, I did not. I did about 1,600. <clears throat> Just still good, but a bit off pace. Um, but like my first month uh, last year, I did 175 miles in just January. Well, here we are, April. I might have a little over 200 for the year. So yeah, it's way, way, way down. So, and the fact that I've been sick twice this year, which was uncalled for, um, didn't help. But yeah, I found the same thing. Just, you know, you know, runner's paradise all the time in the world now. And now I'm not getting in the, uh, the amount of runs or the distance of runs that I thought I would be. So, yeah, I, I feel you there, buddy. I feel you there. So, all right. Anyway, 
So, want to do a little shout out um, from the reactions to our last show, which was the Galloway Dyslexic 5K. Um, that appeared to be a popular show. So, on behalf of my wife's husband, which would be me, thank you. I've got a number of very pleasant comments about how much people enjoyed um, hearing Susie, my better half, and I do mean that in every way, shape, and form, better half. Um, so that was fun to hear, and uh, she was very pleased by it. So, um, my local farmer with his disc harrow was now somewhat chasing us down the road. Off to go and do something harrowing. <laughs> Get it? Disc harrow? Harrowing? Uh, I tell you, I killed myself. Ah. Ah. Ah, there you go. But anyway, back to Susie. So, yeah, so she was very pleased by all the, the positives from that show. So I might be able to make her a little bit more of a regular to this show. Because she had fun, Susan. That's kind of the thing. I know. I've said that before with podcasting. If you're going to get into this gate. Number one. Don't do it because you want to be famous. Because you might end up being infamous, which is famous with an in in front, but no one really wants to be infamous. It's a really crappy second place to famous. So don't do it for that. Because um, you might not get it. You might just languish in obscurity and then you get kind of frustrated. And there is no infrustrated. There's just frustrated. So, there's no better part of frustrated. There's no compound word you can tack onto the front to make frustrated better. It just sucks all the way around. So, don't do it for that. Don't do it for money either. Same reasons. There are people who make a nice little bit of money doing the podcasting thing, but that's likely because they are a slave to their advertisers, all right? Because that's who's really paying them. It's not you, although there are things like Patreon out there that, you know, you can go and give money to your favorite podcaster so they can afford to continue to do this. Um, so, I'll let you know that this ain't costing me a whole bunch. Um, it cost me the money for this mic, which I would have bought anyway, because I can use it to record my guitar or my bass on. Um, and I can use it for lots of other projects. So I would have bought this anyway. Um, this is on Anchor, which is free to me. So not costing me any money. So if you want to send me $10, just because... 
that's fine. I'll make sure it goes to good use. But uh, it's not necessary. Right? But yeah. So if you're making money off this, it's most likely because you've got some sort of a advertiser. And then you really are kind of a slave to their wants and their wishes. Well, we'd like it better if you said this. We'd really like it better if you would do this once a week. We'd really like it better if you would mention us 12 times in your 11-minute program. Right? So, I ain't got time for all that. I find that uncalled for. So, if you're going to do this, do it because you enjoy doing it. Do it because it's fun. And you look forward to doing it again. Like running. All right? You know? Run the way that makes you happy. Because then you will continue to do it. Because even if all you do is walk, basically all my wife does is walk with a little bit of a sprint for about 10 seconds every, you know, mile. But that she'll keep up. And the walking part is still beneficial. You heard my buddy Kevin talk about doing a lot more walking. All right? Walking is still exercise. It still counts. All right? Takes you longer to get places, but you're not out of breath when you get there. So, you know, six of one, right? There it is. So, so yeah, do it because you like it. And that's going to be the way to get my wife to do more of these shows. As long as she likes it, she'll continue to do it. But once she figures this is a pain in the butt, she's gone. So, so please continue with the positive comments so we can cajole and encourage and support her to come back. Because it's fun for me too, because if you hadn't already guessed, I kind of like the lady. All right. So there we are. All right. So that's really all I had to talk about today. But I still have one guest, person who's been on this show more than any other person besides me. Um, that's my good buddy, Anthony. Uh, as you know, Anthony's having a 2020 and a half. Um, I'm sure Anthony would be happy to trade in 2020 and, uh, get a used 2018 <laughs> in trade, but, uh, I think we all I would definitely trade in 2020 right now for a used 2018. Even a used 2019. You know, a little bit newer model, you know. You know, better bling inside. Um, yeah. Yeah, 2020 right now is a lemon. So, hopefully we paid enough that we're covered by our state's lemon law. We can return it soon. Alright. But, anyway. Yeah, so... For a number of reasons. Anthony hasn't been able to make this show, so... Only fair to let Anthony close out this show. So, without any further ado, and without stepping in any do, um, here's Anthony. Hello, JD, and everybody else. I almost said hello, Kevin. <laughs> Uh, this is Anthony 
from Southern York County, PA. Uh, checking in, just a check in. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. I pray you're all doing well. Uh, we're hanging out here. I've been working away. Railroad says we're essential, I guess. But I have a staycation this week. I had this scheduled for weeks, so it kind of popped up at a good time, I guess. So I've just been hanging out at home with the pup and the kids. Uh, just hanging out doing nothing. Uh, I haven't run in about two weeks, two and a half weeks. I, uh, I was roughhousing with my son, who was now taller than me, a 17-year-old boy. And we were wrestling, and he almost got me down, but I prevailed. And Well, I got him down. I pinned him. But I woke up the next day with a pain on my like left pack, almost like underarm area. I think I pulled something. And uh, when I try to take a deep breath, it hurts. So I, it's almost like a bruised rib almost. And uh, it makes it really hard to run. So I've just been walking with the dog and stuff. Uh, you know me and injuries, they seem to be coming at me left and right. And this was just from horseplay. Uh, but I couldn't let the kid win, you know. He's about half a foot taller than me now, so. Uh, now I'm paying for it. Uh, hopefully it goes away. I really hate to go to a doctor's office right now with everything going on. So I've just been nursing it, stretching it, taking it easy. Staying active, but you know. Um, there's really a whole lot going on with me. Just working, vacationing, and hanging out at home. Uh, I figured I'd give it a few more days yet. That'll be about three weeks, and I'll try to ramp it up again, see how it feels. It just pulling back or pulling up away from the ground or, you know, swinging the arms with, you know, breathing heavy. It doesn't seem to do it any favors. Uh, it's a lot better than it was. At first, it was waking me up. It was unreal. Um, so I'll pay attention to it. Uh, Moose is here sitting with me out in the yard enjoying the nice weather did all my chores for the day so I got your text about checking in so I thought I'd check in and I really hope you're all doing well like I already said and uh, not a whole lot to report because I haven't really been doing a whole lot when I was working I just stayed I went to work and I came home I that was all I did and uh, after this week I'll be right back at it again which Really, really wish I didn't have to go at all, but easier said than done. But um, uh, I got about three minutes going there. We don't have a whole lot more to say, fellas, ladies and gents. You know, uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, wash your hands, all that good stuff. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, God bless. Toodles.